Hello, and welcome to the Viva podcast. My name is Jarrell. I'm Rachel. Thank you for joining us. Happy Monday. I'm going to just say it's Monday because it's Monday here. So happy Monday, if it, even if it's not Monday where you are. I like how you say here as opposed to now. That's <laughs> probably a more accurate way to say that. Yeah. Like, although, well, it's true. Not- everywhere it is not monday everywhere as we speak it is not monday everywhere which actually i think is really cool i do think that's cool that you can like have a conversation with someone from the future Mm -hmm. that you can check in and be like hey like how's tuesday should i proceed right should i get out of bed like is tuesday going well right and then they can be like yeah no tuesday safe come on over right and it's just nice to like have somebody that can you know walk you into the next day and let you know that everything's okay or that it's not, and that you should stay in bed and skip it. <laughs> yes. So I encourage everyone to find an overseas friend who yeah. can fill that role for them. That's that's my pro tip for the day. Mm. That's not very pro at all. Yes. Anyway, we're going to talk today about friendships and how we gender them and how maybe we should not. Mm. Um, and I guess this is a really appropriate topic for you and I to talk about because we've Indeed. had some experience with this and we're not going to name the people we're going to throw some shade at, but there have been people in our past and for anyone who doesn't know us well or at all, Drill and I are business partners, but we're also friends and mm-hmm. have been for longer than we've been business partners and a very long time overall. And throughout that time, we've had mutual friends and mostly from grad school where we met. And so people would hang out in a group and it was very much at times the typical gender dynamic. And what yeah. we mean by that is like, they, there would be a bunch of us all mutual friends, but there would be like designated girls nights. That was like, I feel like the biggest culprit, right? Like the yeah. biggest offender yeah. of this is usually that. And the question becomes like, well, why is it girls nights? Like, why are your other friends that don't identify as girls Mm -hmm. not included in this situation? Mm -hmm. Uh, So we want to talk a little bit about why maybe that happens and why maybe it shouldn't. Yeah. And can I start with like a brief context kind of story that wasn't specifically about, I mean, it was about our friendship, but wasn't but like it wasn't a direct kind of like feedback situation. Um, it, you'll understand what I, why I'm saying this in a second. Okay, because I was like, now <laughs> like, I'm what? Like, yeah. Somebody like puts a lot of disclaimers on this thing. It's like, oh, well, it's kind of about you, it's but not, not really serious. about you. And I'm just like, what terrible thing are you about yeah, to say? It's, it's not that serious. So the, the, the situation was, is that, so we, after grad school, we ended up working for the same company. Um, but I was hired unintentionally right but I was hired before Rachel was and at this point we were already really good friends and and so I don't know it was just kind of weird because <laughs> so then like we we started working together I didn't let them know that like this person was my friend but then we ended up having desks next to each other <laughs> literally right next to each other literally like that, our desks were touching yeah, like yeah. if I reached out, I could push Jarrell over in his yes. chair. Yeah, yeah. And so it became this thing that like we <laughs> we were friends, but we kind of couldn't be too good of friends because at first, because people would think it was weird because we were quote unquote strangers who were just in the same program, but not really great friends. But we were obviously really good friends. 
And it was just like, that was just a very weird situation that we probably, I probably overly complicated, but that was just the situation. And it was really funny. And that was one of those dynamics of like, oh, like we're really good friends, but like there was this sort of barrier, a line that we felt like we had to toe because of perception. Well, um, you remember why it started, right? I do not. Oh, okay. This is very you to remember part of the story. The reason uh, why this whole thing started is because very shortly after we were going on a trip together. Oh. And we nice. didn't want to ask for time off at the same time because we thought like it would get denied if people thought it was like the same thing, right? Rather than like two separate entities that just yeah. happened to need time off at the same time. Yeah. And we were like, oh my God, people are going to think we're dating. Right. And this is the whole like dynamic of that. Like right. why, why was that made so that was the assumption. To this day, yeah. I think part of it was obviously us being like young whippersnappers. I don't think I've ever said whippersnapper out loud before, but I'm gonna go with it. Mm -hmm. And being like really nervous because it was our first mm -hmm. job out of grad school. For but sure. I also like looking back on it, I also don't think we were wrong. No, no, no. There were definitely people on our team who I feel like would look at us and be like, mm. Right. <laughs> so like I, like, I very distinctly remember. So faces and things so right yeah we yeah um, so but, I think yeah it was somewhat founded but yeah 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 and I think the point is that like I like I said I to this day I don't think we were entirely wrong but also I think if we were the same gender it would not even be a thing right which is really funny because surprise non-heterosexual people exist do they really? I've heard rumors. <laughs> you know, so like there are a variety of sexual orientations. And so like the assumption, because that's the other, that's the other part of this, right? Is that like, there's, again, there's like the assumption of like gender roles, but then it's often also tied up to this assumption of heterosexuality and like attraction that like, oh, because these two people are friends or because this is the situation they must be, or like that would make sense. And all these sorts of things and it's just like it's really weird how we culturally I mean not we because that's y'all um that ain't <laughs> me. how people operate in this way <laughs> and like carry this sort of baggage and I know it's like mostly you know implicit and like just like a shortcut mentally um but you know it is what it is it's like you know heterosexist and all these other things and um yeah, it's just really strange. It, it people feel very tend to feel very strongly about these sorts of things. Like, oh yeah, like that's the, you know, are you sure you you two are like not even just us specifically, but any friendship that um, or connection that is between people of different gender identities they assume should be together or have thought about it or are attracted to each other or have been together. And it's like, well, you know that people can be friends with people they are not that intimate with, that in that way. It's very strange to me. Right, right. Yeah, it's one of those things too that it comes up so often. Like my inspiration for this episode was actually, I watched When Harry Met Sally again for mm. the first time in a while. 
and the whole for people who haven't seen it like why but also there's a whole shtick where harry's like men and women can't be friends essentially Mm -hmm. because at some point everybody wants to have sex with somebody at least on one side and i feel like that's what contributes to all of this right like this Mm -hmm. idea of like girls night is the only time in which sexual attraction romantic interest in theory doesn't exist because we're all women (laughs) (laughs) which like again allegedly right it has not been proven but allegedly (laughs) people who are not heterosexual exist right maybe there's all kinds of sexual attraction right like there are spectrums of people's interests and desires right yeah not to mention that it is actually possible to be friends with someone of the opposite gender and never actually develop a legitimate romantic interest in them right And I feel like it is very common, especially if you kind of look at maybe how some people interact with this idea in their current romantic relationship. I genuinely believe that there are a lot of people who agree with Harry. Harry Oh, for sure. Like the gospel on this, according to them, that was his last name. And I'm really impressed. I just remember that, that men and women can't be friends. And I think what that does is it's a really kind of maybe a roundabout way of being really exclusionary Mm. like it's also you know kind of going back to this idea of gender roles even if everyone involved identifies as heterosexual Mm -hmm. maybe they just identify more in terms of friendships with the opposite gender right? right like I've known women who are like I don't really identify or have similar interests with most of the women I've met, I feel closer mm-hmm. in terms of commonality with the men in my life. Mm-hmm. That gets real awkward when society is pushing these ideas of like boys night out or, you know, man caves or, you know, mm-hmm. girls nights and all of these things. And it's like really unfortunate because it's belittling this friendship that might be really important to that person, but society oddly really kind of like low key rejects. Yeah. And that's not nice, right? To put it really mildly, it's like, why are we minimizing these friendships really for no reason? Unless you do subscribe to this whole idea of that men and women can't be friends. And then my question to you would be why? Uh, Which, so to jump in here, I think that people, um, I don't know, I think it's built on this foundation, or maybe this foundational belief that people don't think they can control themselves. Um, like sexually (laughs) and and so that's why we have like these really one again obviously assuming heterosexuality but also like people like don't think that they can control themselves right um I don't know like I've heard that more times than I can count like something that points to that idea of like oh well you know if you know, if it's, you know, after so long that like, what if someone's drinking and I mean, we'll get like consent and drinking is a whole nother conversation. Um, but like, oh, you know, like you're just having a good time and someone's drinking, like, wouldn't you just go there? And like, that's kind of expected in a very weird way. Um, I'm like, well, or you could just not, <laughs> you could just decide not to. Could you, you know, could you control yourself? I don't know. Yeah. It's actually a, probably an entirely different topic that maybe yeah. should be a future podcast episode. And, but to summarize and to kind of dive into it a teeny tiny bit, 
is this idea of why are we constantly looking at the opposite gender or the gender we're attracted to as sexual partners first rather than people first yeah totally. why isn't it just this is an attractive man for example who is also a human Mm -hmm. i wonder what his story is rather than ooh, attractive man like i must consume right like (laughs) (laughs) and you know it's funny because when we go to therapy school it's my official name for our graduate program therapy Uh school is it's a whole big thing about like what do you do when you're physically attracted to your clients and i'm like you do nothing <laughs> right <laughs> you provide them therapy best not right <laughs> right like yeah. why is it a thing that that is such a hardship or it's just mm-hmm. such a mental like roller coaster to think about what to do nothing you acknowledge that that's a human being that is attractive mm-hmm. and then you move on with your day right and again we could talk a lot about this and how my personal opinion it really contributes to rape culture uh yeah totally but i think in the context of friendships like we're talking about today it's that this idea of like as soon as you see the opposite gender or the gender that you're attracted to it's immediate society tells you it has to be this immediate calibration of this person is a sexual partner versus this Mm -hmm. person is a person or even just like a potential sexual partner right 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 And I think it's just this idea of that maybe we should work towards breaking that because Mm -hmm. why are friendships gendered, right? This goes back to the original question of like, why are we having girls night? Mm -hmm. What does that distinction do for you? And how do you feel like you get more out of that than incorporating your non-women friends? Mm -hmm. Like what does the presence of your non-women friends in that particular outing take away from the experience and then you know the common answer is like oh well we're doing girl things like getting our nails done or whatever and you can kind of see where I'm coming from because the only girl thing I could think of was getting your nails done but it's also this idea of then why are we gendering those activities right so why can't a man want to get his nails done why can't a woman want to go drink beer and watch sports right and these are obviously the very stereotypical activities but then that goes into a whole other thing with gender roles and gender norms. Mm-hmm. And you might be really othering a friend even when you're not meaning to. Right. Because I'm looking at these cuticles right now and <laughs> it's been a long two years. For everyone listening, if you asked us which one of us would be more likely to find going to a nail salon as a fun Saturday afternoon activity, mm-hmm. let me just tell you, it's not me. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. But also, <laughs> but not Saturday because everyone would probably be there, Fair, there on Saturday. True. I'm like, give me like a salon with two people in it. And the person in the tech doesn't talk to me like heaven. Let's do this. <laughs> Whereas I'm sitting there like looking at my watch, like, oh my God, I could do this so much faster at home. Why am I here? <laughs> yeah. So, so it's just an example of like, like I said, ways that you might actually be excluding people that you love and also limiting your opportunity to make some meaningful friendships if you're totally. kind of pigeonholing certain people based on their gender into certain activities and spaces mm-hmm. in your life and like I said this is a topic that we could expand on significantly more and maybe we'll do that in the future but I think those questions of like why do your activities and your friendships and your roles have to be gendered is a really good place to start and uncover maybe how you're limiting yourself or what some of your biases may be when you interact with the people in your life. 
Yeah. And I, I just think it's, um, I think that like what we're saying is, you know, to your point, Rachel, is, you know, this is a challenge to like freedom and to trying something else, right? So if this has kind of been your MO where you're like, oh yeah, like these things, I just separate my friends like this and these like, you know, try and consider if, you know, um, how it would be or try inviting someone to something you wouldn't typically invite them to ask them if they would like that. Like, just don't make the assumption that because of someone's perceived often gender identity that, you know, that means that they like certain things or they don't like certain things. Um, or sometimes it's just people also would like to try things. Yep. Right. So maybe it's not going to be, you know, maybe the average guy, it won't be his jam to go get his nails done like every two weeks or whatever. I don't even know how often people do this. I was going to say, um, do people do it that often? My gosh. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Um, especially during spring and summer, I would imagine. Um, but yeah, so it's like, yeah, maybe they won't do that every two weeks, but like maybe they haven't tried it and kind of want an excuse to, and but don't feel comfortable going themselves. Like how great would it be to have like a woman friend be like, oh yeah, let's go. Like, it'll be fun. Um, right. So, yeah. Or maybe people just want to spend time with you and be included. That's right? also true. And it might be something in which it would be cool for them to tag along just to spend time with you yeah. even if it's not quote unquote gender appropriate and it's not the thing you're supposed to bring them to right like right. i think people also tend to get self-conscious like on behalf of other people's gender roles of like yeah. oh i can't bring a man to like this show or this event or this space it's like or vice versa it's like well why though like mm -hmm. what if they don't care right and what if you're assuming like you said their own interests so right just some food for thought of things to consider. Um, and like I said, maybe it's helping, it's going to help you enhance and deepen your relationships to maybe take off those labels and those restrictions that you might not have even been aware of up until this mm -hmm. point. So if that's the case, we're happy to have helped. Yeah, for sure. Thank you for listening. We hope you will join us next time. New episodes every other Wednesday. If you liked what you heard, please share with a friend. Rate, review, subscribe, and have a good rest of your day. Bye.